Welcome back to the Pursuit of Spirit podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about the power, the spiritual power of slowing down, stopping, and really taking in the moment, taking in life exactly as it is right where you are. Now, I know that sounds cliche, and it is cliche, but I want to tackle this from a different angle than you're used to and hopefully give you some fresh new insights on why slowing down is powerful, right? And it really comes from, in my opinion, this awakening, this realization that a majority of the time you are being unconsciously driven by impulses, reactions, and unconscious stuff, unconscious baggage that you don't even know is there, right? And it's not that it's actually unconscious. Really, it would be more accurate to say subconscious. But I like the word unconscious because that experientially is what it feels like, right? When you are being unconscious, subjectively, it literally feels like you're completely unconscious about whatever that thing is. You have no idea, right? You have no idea to the extent that there's actually no feeling at all. And so in that sense, it's unconscious. And becoming conscious of those things is what sets you free, right? Becoming conscious sets you free. So I really want to dive into just this whole perspective in this episode. I feel like it's really important. And I actually think this is a great episode to talk about this topic because I've been noticing lately that with this podcast, sometimes I rush through it. Sometimes I try to get done super quickly and sort of get through the material or get through through the notes on my on my laptop. And I don't think that the most value or let me say this, I think that the most valuable insights and the most valuable wisdom that I have to offer comes from me being relaxed, right? It comes from me being present. It comes from me being here right now, fully conscious that I'm making an episode for you, the person watching this. And I have a microphone intaking all of my words into this laptop and I'm going to combine it later, right? And I'm fully conscious of this process and not just unconsciously recording. I find that the most beautiful things come through. So The reason why I'm saying that is because, one, I want to start making these podcasts more chill and relaxed. I want you to feel like I'm more of your friend that you're just hanging out with every Sunday for an hour or two and less of just 40 minutes of me rambling and shoving information down your throat. So I'm saying it for that reason, but I'm also saying it because that's the topic of this episode. So I think we should really start there with just the big picture overview of why slowing down is such a superpower. And it seems kind of dumb, right? Like it really does seem cliche when you hear like, oh, just slow down, take in the moment. But with any spiritual insight, it all depends on how deeply you actually recognize that for yourself. So you can either be hearing oh, you need to slow down, you need to be present as sort of a surface level thing. And it's just like a thought. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll be more present. Or you may have had mystical experiences like me where you hear 
be present and you're like, oh my gosh, that's the most profound thing ever because I had this mystical experience where I understood what presence was totally and absolutely, right? So there's levels to how deeply you can realize the importance of a spiritual insight and just hearing me talk about it or just hearing Eckhart Tolle talk about it in The Power of Now isn't going to be enough. It's never going to be enough, not with any spiritual insight, not with the insight that love is all there is, not with the insight that you are all there is, not with the insight that you are God, right? You can't think your way to these realizations. You have to actually realize them for yourself. And so when it comes to slowing down, it can seem superficial almost. It can seem like cliche and your mind will almost not even want to seriously acknowledge it as a a legitimate pursuit. But the reason why I'm going to dedicate a whole hour to this topic is because it is. And I have some examples for you I want to share, but it is. And you can't overstate that. You can't overlook that because when you start to tap into the magical profound, mystical experience of fully being here and not just reacting, right? And not just unconsciously, impulsively running through your day, but you're actually grounded and you're conscious of what you're doing and how you feel and what's happening around you. This starts to take you into a state of consciousness and really a an, a, a new experience of reality that is so radically different than what you have been experiencing and what everyone else around you is experiencing that it won't seem real, right? You may gaslight yourself and think you're going crazy with what's possible just by slowing down. But I promise you, you're not going crazy. You're just tapping into the mystical beauty of the present moment, which you've been missing because you're so consumed with chasing whatever unfulfilling stuff you've been chasing your whole life validation money love right so these impulses from your ego essentially from this this thing that we can call the lowercase you right the human you these impulses right to make money to have sex to do this thing and, and these reactions you have to your boss at work, to your situation over here, this stuff is what's going to hold you back from experiencing what's possible when you absolutely and totally slow down. Now, why I say absolutely and totally is because it has to be total. When you slow down, when you start to become more present and conscious, it's not like half and half, right? You can't like do it 50% and kind of tip, put your, your, your toes in the water, right? You have to jump in to experience it. And in that sense, it really is black and white because you're either conscious of what you're doing and how you feel and where you're at in your life or you're not in, in, in any moment, right? And when you're conscious, you know it because you're conscious, you see? So it's, it's, it's not something that can be like, am I conscious or am I not conscious? It's like, no, if you're conscious, you're conscious, right? Um, and if you're unconscious, 
and you have no idea, you're not even thinking about it, you're just impulsively reacting to life, then that's what it'll be too. And so the reason why this is so so hard to overcome, the reason why be, being still and really tapping into the moment as it is, is because your mind thinks there's nothing there. You, you, you think there's nothing there, right? You sit down to meditate maybe for 10 minutes or whatever, and it's boring to you. You think it's stupid. So what are you missing? Well, what you're missing is consciousness. You see, if you're meditating and you think it's boring and it's stupid and you're just sitting there, you're meditating unconsciously. Did you know you could meditate unconsciously? Did you know you can meditate in a way that is just another egoic reaction and impulse to life around you? And you're just doing it reactively, impulsively, unconsciously, not even realizing what the meditation is? You can do that, you see? And so we're talking about layers of your mind stacked on top of each other that you don't even realize are operating you right now in this moment as you're watching this you have layers of egoic baggage and trauma and memories and impulses and reactions that you're not even aware of at all and you probably won't be aware of them for decades to come and that's not just an assumption that's what's actually going on so what I'm trying to show you is the extent to which you are unconscious is the extent to which not only you aren't connected spiritually, but you're just not happy, you're just not fulfilled. Why? Because presence and your true nature, the moment, which is what you are, right? The moment isn't something you're in. The moment is what you are. It's what you've always been. That's why you've always been you right now is because you are right now. Literally, you are now. You aren't a human right now. You are literally the moment now. And that recognition is what breaks you free because recognizing your boundlessness or your limitlessness literally as consciousness which has no boundaries or limits literally is the source of all happiness peace and fulfillment and whenever you felt happy at peace or fulfilled maybe when you bought something you really wanted what was happening in that moment wasn't that that external object right like a pencil was giving you the happiness right if you bought a pencil that make you happy, it wasn't the pencil that gave you happiness. What, the, the emotion didn't come from this stick you're holding in your hand. The emotion came from you. It came from your body. So what's happening when you buy something or you get into the relationship with that person you always wanted or you get that house you always wanted or that job you always wanted, what's happening is for a moment, the veil of the ego of being separate, of being limited, of having problems, that veil is lifted and you see clearly what you actually are and have always been, which is this limitless consciousness. 
but you think it's the pencil giving you happiness because you just bought the pencil you really wanted, so you wrongly attribute your happiness to a thing, to an object outside of you, and so you chase that your whole life. But the awakening is realizing, oh my gosh, nothing I buy can give me an emotion that my body is chemically producing on its own within my own self. I'm just setting up the circumstances to allow my body to do that, but it's me doing that, right? I'm the one making me happy. So when we look at the importance of slowing down, that's really what it comes to, right? It's not just this cliche thing of like, oh, we're slowing down because, you know, we just should and it's what Eckhart Tolle said or whatever in the power of now and it just sounds like a good idea, right? Like that's a good place to start. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to discourage anyone new, but I'm just saying it's so much deeper than that. There's a reality to it far beyond your really petty, minuscule ideas of what the present moment is, of what consciousness is, and of what presence can do for you in your life. Now, one of the other really impactful ways that slowing down and being present and being conscious can do is you start to become more aware of all of these egoic patterns and reactions and trauma triggers and stuff like this. Because on a very practical level, if you don't take care of that stuff within your psyche, otherwise known as mental health, if you don't take responsibility for that and take care of that, then it's going to just continue perpetuating itself and you're going to just keep falling into this unconsciousness because you're not bringing consciousness to it, right? So you literally have to bring your consciousness to the unconsciousness and illuminate it. And you may be thinking, well, how do I do that? How do I illuminate the unconscious aspects of my psyche? Well, there's no how. And this is where the mystery of spirituality comes in. This is where the mystical experiences and the spontaneous awakenings come in because you can have the intention and be conscious that becoming conscious of unconscious things is possible and holding that intention in your psyche, in your mind, is what will bring you to the doorstep and open the door for something unconscious to come up and for you to become conscious of it. But if you don't have the intention, if you don't even know it's possible to become conscious of something that's unconscious and running you, then how are you going to become conscious of something that you aren't conscious of, right? How are you going to know what you don't know if you don't know that you don't know what that thing is, right? If you just don't know at all, then you're not even going to think to become conscious of it. So there's a weird paradox here with consciousness where until you set that intention, until you really commit to becoming conscious of all the things that are running you because you don't want to be a slave to these old patterns that you built when you were a kid because you were afraid of whatever, 
if you don't become conscious of all this stuff, it will continue to run you. And I can promise you, if you are being run by your emotions, your reactions, and just your egoic impulses all day, every day, and you have no conscious activity at all, you will be unhappy. Why? Because, again, all peace, fulfillment, happiness that you've experienced, just like with the pencil example, it's coming from you. And when you're unconsciously chasing things, like more pencils to buy or whatever, right? More more people to date or sleep with, more money to gain or earn, you're falling into this trap of thinking, I'm a little ego human thing that is going to like die and is finite and disconnected from everything in the world's out there and I need to get stuff to be happy. And you're missing the the gold, which is that the one looking for all of those things the one looking for happiness, peace, and joy is the happiness, peace, and joy itself. And that sounds so weird. Like, what do you mean I am happiness, peace, and joy? What do you mean I am what I'm looking for? I mean, literally, what you're looking for, whether consciously or unconsciously, which is peace, love, joy, fulfillment, these are all aspects or flavors of what you actually are as eternal being, as the thing that's listening to me right now that's aware of the words coming out of my mouth, that thing that's hearing, that thing that is doing the sensing is consciousness, and that is literally what happiness, peace, and love are. So I think the point stands that just because you maybe feel like you're doing a lot in your life, you feel like you're working really, really, really hard, or you feel like you're being really, really productive during the day, or maybe you feel like the exact opposite. Maybe you feel like you're really, really, really lazy, right? It doesn't matter which end of the spectrum it's on. Because both of those are still unconscious activities. You see, you can have someone that's really lazy and they're just watching Netflix all day and jerking off and then they watch a TikTok video from Andrew Tate or Joe Rogan or something that gets them motivated and inspired and they just go on this rampage of building themselves and becoming a better human and while that's all good and great and a part of their evolution it's still unconscious. It's still just a reaction to some aspect of their life. And in this case, it happens to be it happens to be a reaction to their own laziness, you see? So consciousness is on another level. We're not in this domain of either being lazy or working really hard. This domain down here is unconscious still. It doesn't matter if you make millions of dollars every year. It it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you're unconscious, you're unconscious. If you're driven by impulses, you're driven by impulses. Consciousness is meta. It's above this domain of lazy or working hard, not doing anything during the day or doing 
everything, working 12 hours, going to the grocery store, cooking, working out, doing it all, you can be on either end of the spectrum and still be unfulfilled. And I think this is the real downfall of modern self-help and the modern, uh, you know, really self-improvement movement is that there, there's no, there, there's no consciousness. There's no consciousness at all, right? It's just, it's just get better, be better, but it's not be better consciously, right? When you're getting better consciously, it, it, it's such a different thing. Again, you're not reacting, you're not impulsive, you're not reactionary, and so. Watch out for that trap of thinking that just because you're doing a lot, that somehow you're actually getting what it is that you want, which I'm guessing is happiness, peace, and fulfillment and truth. (laughs) Truth is something you want that you don't even realize you want. It's only when you have an awakening or you realize what truth is that you realize, oh my God, truth is the only thing I care about. Because now I see, once you awaken to reality, you see how deluded and imaginary and conceptual the world you were living in was. All these ideas of like being the best or being a millionaire and like conquering the world, these were all just images in your mind, culturally culturally downloaded images that you just took on without question. Why do you have to be the best? Why do you have to outwork everyone, right? If you are like that. Now, hopefully, um, if you are like that, you're aware of that. And if that makes you happy, sure, whatever. I'm, I'm speaking to a really, a really select few people here who are interested really in consciousness, in truth and awakening. So for you guys... Yeah, watch out for this trap Um, because I've been lost in this spectrum of, okay, I'm not doing enough. I'm being lazy. I'm being unconscious. I need to really like get after it, okay? And then that whole like reaction is just more unconsciousness (laughs) because now you're just being unconscious on the other end. Now you're just like frantically, you know, like a rabid dog just running through your day and, and you're forgetting stuff and, and, and you're not present and you're, and you're missing stuff, right? So hopefully you can start to see in your own life how, how this connects because that is where it's going to take it to the next level for you. Again, just like I said in the beginning, it's not enough just to think about these things and really that deserves an episode in its own right. Um, but I will keep saying this till I die because I've had so many awakenings and mystical experiences that have blatantly reminded me that all the times I was thinking about consciousness or awakening up to that point, they were just thoughts. And the real thing, when it's staring you in your face, when you confront the doors of truth, and God is looking back into your eyes, you say, oh my God, I didn't know what to expect, but this definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be at all. Why? Because you can't think your way to truth 
or God or awakening. It has to be a legitimate conscious experience that you're you're having in the moment. It can't just be some thought and and that can't be overstated because if you think it's a thought, then you're going to end the episode and go about your day and and tell yourself, okay, I got to be present. I got to be conscious. And then you start doing that unconsciously. You see, there's so many weird twists and unconscious turns that the mind can take. There's no rules. There's no rules to how sneaky and deceptive and weird and twisted all of this is. And if you've ever done a psychedelic, you know that. You know how twisted reality can get. So, so being conscious, being present, slowing down, taking your time, not reacting, you'll start to see how much better life is just in every way. You'll start to feel calmer. You'll start to feel like there's more of a flow because a lot of the times when we're unconsciously reacting, we're so out, out of tune, right? Like a guitar. We're, we're so out of tune with the frequency of, of the natural universe of nature that our vibration, just like static on a radio or like a really out of tune guitar, it's so noisy that the noise covers the truth and veils the truth that we are out of tune, right? It's like so noisy that you don't even realize what you're missing And it's only when you slow down, when you correct the tune, the frequency, and it gets back into alignment that you realize, wow, my mind was so noisy. Everything was so chaotic. I was rushing, I was reacting, but now I'm just here. And and this feels kind of nice. It feels like... I have room to breathe. It feels like I have more space. It feels like I'm not as suffocated. How can this be? What, 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 how, how is this possible, right? That's probably what you're thinking. It's possible because it's what you are. You were just missing it because you're out of tune. But that's the beauty of it. it that, that's a beauty. No matter how out of tune a guitar gets, you can still tune it back up. In most cases, now sometimes guitars are totally destroyed, and honestly, that might be a proper analogy for people too. Some people are have just completely, I don't want to say they have completely destroyed their own minds. Some people have though, with like addiction, alcohol, drugs, but some people are just so, they just got so, so badly treated that there's no way to tune them back and have them sound good again, if that makes sense, right? Some guitars, some kids, people as kids were just treated so badly that they're going to spend their whole life just trying to get back into tune. And if that's you, I'm sorry to hear that. 
Yes, it's going to be more difficult for you to get back into tune, but being in tune is the only way you can experience the music. You you can't experience good music if if the guitar's out of tune. You'll just know, you'll just know something's off with that guitar, right? Something's off with my guitar. <laughs> to stay in line with the analogy, right? Something's off to the point to where I don't even know what it is or how it got that way, but I need to tune it back up. And even if it takes me my whole life to tune it back up, it'll be worth it because of the music. Now, hopefully you weren't insanely damaged, and I mean just like incredibly, incredibly profound levels of trauma. Um, If that's not you, which it probably isn't, you probably have a moderate amount of trauma like the most of us, then you're okay. And you're probably a little out of tune, but you've been in tune before. You know what being in tune feels like. And really what you want is to be in tune. That's all you want, right? You don't actually want the money. You don't actually want that thing you're trying to buy. Because deep down, you know, it's not about the thing. It's about the feeling. It's about the experience of being fulfilled. And it's about that moment when you buy that thing or you get that person that you experience the inherent fulfillment and peace that you are. So slowing down, we could say, is our way of tuning ourselves into alignment into the frequency of the natural universe where the music is when you go out in nature it's already in tune right nature is always in tune that's why you go out in nature it's just there you feel the frequency you just feel the vibe when you're looking at a magical sunset when anyone's looking at a sunset it just stops you in your tracks why Because the sunset's not rushing. The sunset isn't reacting to the day. The sunset isn't trying to run away from anything. The sunset is just the sun setting as it is. And there's no forcing. There's no rushing. There's no stressing. And... That's because the sunset and all of the rest of the natural universe, basically humans are the only ones that are out of tune. All of the natural universe is in tune. And so that stillness, and this is why people go on nature retreats, because when you go to nature, you experience the stillness and the fulfillment of being in tune of not rushing, of not reacting. And you start to realize that you don't want to buy anything. You don't really want to chase sexual partners all the time. You don't want money. You want to be in tune. And when you start to tap into that, when you start to tune in, you know, your soul knows that you don't, you don't need anyone to confirm it to you. You don't need approval. Your soul approves it for you because your soul will be saying, yes, 
finally we are home. We're home. We are in accordance with what is. We're not fighting or resisting what is. And because we're not fighting and resisting unconsciously, because we're not reacting, because we are conscious, because we are present, because we are in tune, we're happy. And that's it. I mean, when you feel the potency of being in tune with the universe, and I mean literally and really, like really in tune, not just as an idea, but you feel it with every microscopic fiber of your being that you are in tune you'll see why slowing down is so important. And then that moment will be when you realize, aha, Eckhart Tolle wasn't just talking about the power of now as like some kind of cliche, cool thing. He was talking about this. Oh, Victor was talking about this. Ramana Maharshi, Adashanti, Muji, Rupert Spira, Nisigartha Maharaj, Ram Das, Alan Watts. They were all talking about this. Of course. Of course. <laughs> what else would it be? Of course it's not the money. Of course it's not all the impulsive activities I do every day, like running around with a chicken with with its head cut off. Of course, that wasn't what I actually wanted. I don't know why I was doing those things in the first place, right? Because I was unconsciously doing them. And it's only when you're conscious, which requires more space and time. And it's not that it requires more. It's that you're outside of space and time. So the reason why when you're more conscious and present in every moment, you feel like you have more time and you feel like you have more space, literally, like in your, in your consciousness, you, you feel more spacious. It's because you're tapping into the truth that what you are isn't contained within linear time or 3D space. You're realizing that 3D space and linear time are contained within your consciousness. And they are finite things. Really, time isn't a thing, but let's say space at least. Space and time is something that your consciousness is imagining. And you can see space and time as something that is less than you. And that's why when you become more conscious, it feels like, why do I have so much? Like, why does everything feel like it, it feels like how time is like when you're rushing through your day, let's say you're just in normal unconscious human mode. 
it literally feels like time is running out. I know you've felt this. You've had to have felt like your time, like you just don't have enough time. It it literally feels like you don't have enough time. Well, imagine the exact opposite of that feeling. That's how you feel when you're present. You literally feel like there's too much time, right? And, And that's because you're realizing time isn't what you thought it was. It isn't this linear thing that's happening like this one moment after another. It's literally an idea and that eternality, is that a word? Eternality? That doesn't sound like a word. <laughs> that eternalness, let's say, that that ever-present being you recognize and that's why it feels like you have so much more time. So, paradoxically, you think that being in crazy productivity mode all day, every day is going to get you the fulfillment you want, but really it's slowing down that gets you the fulfillment you want because when you slow down, you feel like you have more time because you realize that time is finite and really just an imagination, just an idea within the great expanse that you are. But you can never notice that when you're rushing. You can never notice that when you're just flying through your day like a rabid squirrel. (laughs) So being present is the key. And again, it's not just like, it's not just the idea of being present. It's like actually being present, like actually being present, really actually truly being present is the key. And I want to give you an Alan Watts quote because Alan Watts once said, don't measure your days by the degree of how productive you were but by the degree of how present you were. That's how you should measure your days, if your days are good or not. Don't look at your day and say, oh my gosh, I did so much. What a great day. I mean, you can do that. that that's, that's good. Do your own thing. You're your own person. But notice how you feel when you put your emphasis on how present you are or not. Not just how much stuff you get done. You see, this is the lie that mainstream Western culture has fed you. Productivity. That's like not a thing in in India. At least culturally and historically, being productive as possible is a Western thing, which came from the Industrial Revolution and cranking out the most stuff from a factory line as possible. Right, That's where this idea of being productive comes from. But do you think the deer are like, how productive can we be? Or even monkeys, maybe, more closely related to us? No, no other animals doing this. All animals are fully, absolutely present. So if you want to measure your days in accordance with nature in accordance with truth, in accordance with the universe, then you'll measure your days by how conscious you were. That's how that's how I measure my days. If I go through a day and I did a ton of stuff, but I was unconscious the whole time, I can feel it and I know and I don't feel like I had a good day. 
because it was just all unconscious. I was just reacting and being pulled left and right by my thoughts and emotions, and it sucks. Because in that position, you're a slave. You're not taking the the crown and the throne that you rightfully deserve as divinity itself, right? You're, you're basically treating yourself like nothing when you're reacting to your emotions and thoughts. Like literally, you're treating yourself like you're just like a leaf in the wind and you're not a conscious being. And when I have days although maybe not as productive, but I'm, I'm really present. I'm really conscious. I really take my time. I'm not reacting to stuff. I feel incredible at the end of the day. I, it doesn't even matter how much stuff I like did or the to-do list if I checked it off or not. None of that matters when you're conscious and present and you, and you feel it. <laughs> like you just know. It's not something you have to convince yourself of. Just notice. Notice today how you feel And you'll see it directly correlates to your level of presence. Every time, without doubt, there's no exceptions. No exceptions. Now, I'm not saying you can't have fun, exciting days that you're not really present, you're not really thinking, you're just kind of being dumb. Like maybe you had some great memories as a kid with your friends when you're kind of being stupid and and getting into trouble, right? And, And I'm not trying to deny that. I'm just saying there's a point I feel like that you naturally arrive at in your psychological development, your emotional development, and your spiritual development where you realize it's not about being productive, is it? Like this to-do list I have isn't really what I care about, is it? It's about consciousness. I mean, that's what awakening is. You realize how powerful your own consciousness is. But until you have that awakening, like honestly, it's going to sound stupid. Like if you're watching this video and you haven't really had an awakening, you haven't really recognized what consciousness is, you're probably listening to me and you're like, okay, this sounds cool, but big, big, big deal, right? Who cares? Well, that's the thing. (laughs) It depends on how you're looking at it. From my perspective, from the perspective of having mystical experiences since I was a kid and being immersed in spiritual texts, traditions, teachers, and philosophy, and being immersed in spiritual practice, when I hear the phrase, the importance of being present, it's not just some cliche, fluffy thing. That's like the most tangible advice. That's like the most real thing because that's what reality is literally. It's not an idea. It's not a hypothesis. Consciousness isn't a theory. the, 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 The idea and conceptual framework I'm giving you that consciousness is infinite and has no boundary and is the source of peace, happiness, and joy and is you, that's not a theory I'm giving you. That's a pointer towards your direct experience so you can look in your experience at consciousness and realize that's actually what it is. Actually, literally, totally, and absolutely, consciousness is freedom itself. 
And the moment you realize that is the moment not only you realize the power of slowing down, the power of being conscious, of being present with everything you do, but it's the moment that you're happy. And I want you to notice too, the next time you're happy, the next time you feel fulfilled and you really like actually feel at peace, not like some ecstatic high you have because you're like excited to go somewhere and it's almost like anxiety, but but real, real, grounded, tangible, solid peace and fulfillment. I know you felt it. You've had to, at least when you were a kid, this, this, this depth, this well of happiness that that's just deeper than deep. When you feel that, and it's not some light fluffy thing from a substance or from caffeine or because some exciting news came your way, but when you feel that that solidness of that happiness, of that peace, that's when you know you're in tune. So I hope this episode helped you. If you enjoyed it, please leave a thumbs up or a five-star review if you're on a podcasting platform. Those five-star reviews really help this episode reach more people, and I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review. Also, feel free to check out PursuitOfSpirit.com. There's a forum now. We have different threads and sections where people are communicating and talking with each other, and it's awesome. It's not crazy big yet, but I'm hoping more of you guys will, will keep going there and talking and starting the conversations because if it gets to a point to where we have people on there every day communicating, talking, we are going to have the foundation of an incredible community. So that's really what the forum is for. The forum is the start of the Pursuit of Spirit community and gathering around everything I talk about really. But also more than that, it's also gathering around your ideas and your perspectives and your values and sharing those. So go check out the forum if you're interested in joining the community. I also have courses on the website. I just released my meditation mastery course, the ultimate guide to mastering meditation. I distilled down over six years and a thousand hours of practice into a comprehensive course that's straightforward. It's easy to understand and it walks you through step-by-step understanding meditation, learning the techniques, creating your own practice, and then even more theory and understanding to not fall into traps. So if you're interested in meditation, check that out. I also have the ultimate guide to finding your life purpose. So if you feel like you're not using your time wisely, if you start to become more conscious and present and you realize that one of the things you're doing unconsciously is just wasting your time watching TV, then that'll be the perfect moment for you to dive into your life purpose and what will truly make you fulfilled. What would you do if you were totally conscious? That's your life purpose. Your life purpose isn't the job you go to or how you spend your time when you're unconscious. That's just you being naive and ignorant. Your life purpose is divine. And because it's divine, it has to be conscious. So this ties in perfectly with that. Go check that out if you're interested. I also have guided meditations, artwork, and some more stuff on the website if that interests you. So go check that out. I love sharing all that stuff, Um, and I hope you enjoyed this video. I I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast, I mean. 
Um, I really want to start making these sort of like today where they're more chill. Um, and I'm not stressing about being right. Um, because if you're watching this podcast and you've literally watched 49 minutes of this, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're probably in the, you're probably in the top 10% of people that follow me, which isn't, that's not a lot. That's not a lot at all. Um, so you're in the small handful of people that you know, because I know are, are actually really interested in this stuff, like seriously. And, and it's you I'm talking to. That's why I'm bringing this up now at, at basically the 50 minute mark is because you are who I make content for. If you're, if you've watched this whole episode, stick around for more because I have more content like this. That's just going to not only share new, fresh ideas with you, but just remind you, like we take this for, for granted so much, just simply remembering spirituality or consciousness at all is in itself the whole spiritual process. That's what spirituality is. Spirituality is nothing more than consistently remembering and reminding yourself either through your own thoughts and actions or through books and videos, reminding yourself of the greater spiritual reality that you are. And it's just when you remember it, boom, it it brings it back. It makes it conscious. And when the greater spiritual reality is conscious to you, like it is right now, and you're aware of the consciousness, that's the doorway. That's it. And you can feel it. And the hairs on the back of your neck kind of stand up because you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that that is it. I can feel that, right? I'm not crazy. So follow that because that's your North Star. That's your guide. And hey, if you find yourself getting upset because you're unconscious or you're forgetting stuff, that's okay too. Look, you're human. You're not perfect. What I outlined, what I out, what I wait, what uh, I can't talk. What I laid out for you today was an ideal. It was something to move towards, to, to, to work towards, not in a chaotic egoic sense, but in a conscious sense, right? It's okay if you find yourself being unconscious. In fact, I would dare say some moments of unconsciousness are necessary. I mean, think of deep sleep. Are you conscious when you're in deep sleep? No. So sometimes you just have to go into unconsciousness mode, especially if you're like at work or something. I understand it. I get it. But when you remember consciousness, when that thought pops into your mind of God, of love, of beauty, of stillness of peace whatever it is to you when that thought pops into your mind respect it revere it because that thought is divine itself that thought popping into your mind reminding you of god is god itself going tap 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 wake up 